RJ Dupree, and this is the show about sports and whatever. Thank you, Danny, my favorite introduction song. Coming in loud and proud, our imaginary, inter- the imaginary producer, Danny. Thanks so much, Danny. I know it's been like a month since I've been here, right? Forever. It's been absolutely nothing but a hot mess for me and my life, and we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a little bit. But for now, I just want to say thank you, Danny. Thank you for sticking with us, sticking with the Dupe Show, sticking with me this entire time. You're always there when I need you, and I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Danny. Shout out to Danny. Yes, sir. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to hightail it to Southern California with Lincoln Riley like, oh, somebody not mentioned did. Danny's here for the long haul, folks. And I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. We got a lot to talk about. What is this? Episode 25 of the Dupe Show. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot mess. But we got plenty of things to talk about. I've got some crows to pick. Crows to pick, I'm telling you. OU, the Oklahoma Sooners, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Bedlam's dead. Longhorns are alive. Everybody's... 5-0 5-0 and in the state, 6-0, and whatever. OU, OSU, they haven't lost. Everybody's all happy, peaches and cream. Not me. I got some crows to pick. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a few minutes. Major League Baseball. Are they still are they still showing, like, 12-year-olds on uh, ESPN, or are we back to the Major League Baseball now that there's only, like, mm, 19 games left or so? Let's watch some MLB. You know, the MLB's a little bit dry here coming down the stretch, though. As we look at the American League, we'll just cover baseball real fast because that's what people do, right? You give baseball its 30 seconds, minute and a half, whatever, and then you're done. Unfortunately, baseball has that kind of marketing oomph. Marketing power. The American League doesn't have much going on. Five-and-a-half game lead, four-game lead, and a 15-game lead. A little bit of a race in the wild card. There's three teams, one-and-a-half games of each other. The Toronto Blue Jays, my Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, the Seattle Mariners. All one-and-a-half games of each other. They'll be fighting it out here for the last two playoff uh, spots, the wild card spots in the American League. In the National League, kind of similar. The National League East does have a race going between the Mets and the Braves. One and a half games separate those two. St. Louis has an eight and a half game in the Central. And the Dodgers with a whopping, astounding 22-game lead in the West. 22-game lead over the Padres, by the way. A pretty good team. So that is unbelievable. They are 103 wins to 44 losses. Over 100 wins with 19 games to go. 103 and 44 for the Dodgers. That is a whooping. And of course, uh, let's see, the last wild card spots in the National League, San Diego, Philly, and maybe Milwaukee can sneak in there. And that's it for baseball. Thank you very much. It will be fun to watch if you get to watch any of that exciting race down the stretch. But that's it. We still love Shohei Otani, of course, right? Hope he gets an MVP. I did see this week that he said, I, I would like to see myself winning. I'm playing better now than I was last year when he won it. So we'll see how that goes. He's the only player that I've ever got up off my lazy behind, off the couch, and said, I wonder if Shohei Otani's pitching tonight at the ballpark in Arlington, because if he is, I'll go. 
And he was, and I went. Of course, we talked about that a few episodes ago when we talked about the game between the Angels and the Rangers that I went to. So, I mean, that is in itself a pretty big accolade for Shohei Otani. He got me off the couch and in the stadium, and there's not too many people in the world that can say that. So congratulations, Shohei. As we talked about a little bit earlier, my life's been a hot mess. Been crazy, right? Crazy. So after 16 years in the wild casino life and training adults and dealing with adults and blah, 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 we're out of that, folks. We're out of that. A lot of the Dupe Show listeners I know are from the casino industry. Lots of great people I met in that world. Great people, great friends. Forever lifelong friends and family that I met in it, in that industry. And it's gone. It's over. 16 years, I kicked it out the dough. Just had some negative, negative vibes in my heart and wanted to move on. And now, of all things, you would think that I'm like a regional radio star or something like that, right? Somebody would want the dupe show to come in and turn things up for them. But no, no, no. No, no, no. Nobody's got the intestinal fortitude for that, folks. I'm now... You know who does have the intestinal fortitude for the dupe show? is seventh graders. I am now teaching and coaching at the junior high, middle high, middle school ranks. And we are having a ball with that, right? It's fulfilling. The, everything feels good. I'm getting my butt kicked, but I totally expected that. We knew that we would. Uh... These young people can get after it, right? And then I'm having to learn a whole new industry. I'm having to practice, uh, bluff my way through trying to be smart again, but it's been a lot of fun. And I found out recently that some of my kids have busted the Dupe Show podcast. They know about it. Uh-oh. Danny, we got to keep it. We got to keep it PG now. We got to keep it PG. Got to keep it clean in these streets. You know, we don't have to be a role model, but I do expect you to set an example, right? And I expect myself to set an example. So, we got some new listeners out there. They might be ages 12, 13, somewhere in that neighborhood. But they're cool. They're rocking. They're ready to roll. Shout out to Daddy Jacks and the Spicy Cha-Chas, also known as My Fourth Hour. Because I know some of those guys are listening. They were the first ones to bust me. They were the first ones to call me out on the Dupe Show. And then just today, just today, I thought I was on the down low, but I got busted by another hour as well. Uh, Somebody asked me if I had uh, a little something, something going on Spotify because they found a dude that sounds just like me. Had to give in. He busted me. Got him. It's it. It's the Dupe Show. We're live. We're loud. We're proud. And we're hanging out with some middle schoolers now. So, that's been really, really fun. Back to the sports. Back to the Dupe Show. We are the show about sports and whatever. Crows to pick. Of course we're happy the Oklahoma Sooners are 3-0. And of course we're happy that the Oklahoma State Cowboys, they're ranked in the top 10 as well, 3-0. But no one has had the intestinal fortitude to gripe at these guys, right? Let's go over... The six wins of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State combined, right? OU whacked Nebraska this last weekend, 49-14. Oklahoma State smoked Arkansas Pine Bluff in an absolute scrimmage, 63-7. Oklahoma State also played against 
a bad Arizona State team that just fired their coach. Uh, let's see, in week two, OU played Kent State, beat them 33-3. Kent State. In the first week, opening week, Oklahoma State had a little bit of issues with Central Michigan. My baby, she's a Chippewa. Uh-huh. Oklahoma State 58, Central Michigan 44. OU in week one, 45-13 over UTEP. Now, if you didn't catch all that, that is the juggernaut, the gauntlet of Arkansas Pine Bluff, Arizona State, Central Michigan, Nebraska, who just fired their coach, Kent State, and UTEP. How in the world, how in the name of Zeus's... Danny, good job stopping me. We got junior high kids listening now. We got to be on our best behavior. Good job, buddy. I appreciate that. How in the world can Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have this terrible of a schedule? Terrible. As a season ticket holder to Oklahoma, I'm a little cranky. Kent State, UTEP. And then I'd look across the street and see my Oklahoma State brethren rocking Pine Bluff of Arkansas, Central Michigan, and Arizona State. Killing me. Killing me. And we wonder what's wrong with college football. Why these conferences don't make it. I've said conferences were the problem since day one. And these teams refusing to play non-conference schedules that are worth a darn are also a problem. Here we are, 2022, the conferences are falling apart, and we still can't play a non-conference schedule. I'm a little cranky. I'm a little cranky. And of course, college football says, ooh, we're going to go to 12-team playoff coming up. Woo, and everybody's just so excited about it and so happy. All the losers get to play in the playoff. Not happy about that, obviously, if you guys have been paying any attention listening to recent dupe shows, you're well aware where I stand about a college football playoff. We've proven that four teams is more than enough. We can't get three good games with a four-team playoff, so let's add some more. I mean, I get it. College football's headed that way. College football's headed that way. We're going to go for just marketing, marketing, marketing. We're trying to make it a made-for-TV sport just like the NFL. Now, in the past... It's pretty dumb to compare the NFL to college football because the NFL is just that. It's a made-for-TV professional sport that's made to be marketed to entertain. College sports isn't really that. It's a regional marketing thing that was supposed to be benefiting student-athletes, right? Now, it's turned into what an absolute hog show, an absolute slop fest, of conferences thinking, that, well, the NFL's a, a national marketing scene and a global marketing scene. Why can't the SEC be global marketing? Well, because you're students. Because it's college. Because that's not how it works. People on the West Coast could care less what Auburn's doing. People on the East Coast could care less what Oregon State's doing. What Oregon's doing. It's regional marketing. So, when the SEC and all these big boy conferences are just selling people out and saying, hey, we're going to get us a $2 billion TV deal in a couple of years, and you all have to make $35 million a team, we could make $200 million a team. You're drunk. It ain't happening. It's The marketing is not there. You're not a global marketing product. You're college football. And it's silly to compare college football to the NFL.
And I'm still mad about the opponents we've got rocking in this great state of Oklahoma. Which, by the way, it's great to be back. I have moved back to Oklahoma, going back to the crazy life we were talking about earlier. I'm back in Oklahoma. It's been a hot mess trying to get an apartment. Holy smokes. That was horrendous. Danny, be glad you don't have to get an apartment. Awful. You got yourself a sugar mama. That is the way to go. The way to go. I just wanted a cool one-bedroom apartment, you know, maybe a washer and dryer, not get shot at, and can it please be under $1,000 a month, right? I'm in Oklahoma City. Shouldn't be that difficult to find. Had a couple found, waited on this, waited on that, and while I was waiting on this and waiting on that, none of them come through, so I just wasted like five weeks of my life waiting on this and waiting on that. Those apartments fell through, dropped the ball, so in that four weeks to six weeks time frame, rent goes up like 100, 150 bucks on one, one bedroom apartment. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas. I hated it. It drove me nuts. And we failed at getting a one bedroom apartment with a washer and dryer under a thousand bucks. We failed. We're over that and we don't have a washer and dryer. Danny, I dropped the ball. Miserable. Gave in like a little girl. Not happy. Not happy. But it is a cool place. I'm excited to be here. So we're rocking as far as that goes. Little cranky, but we're rocking. And the and the, uh, the new gig, the new gig's awesome. I talked a little bit about that earlier. Hanging out with the, with the uh, middle school students. Awesome. I wish I could be more transparent and honest about the whole gig itself coming in so green and as an outsider uh there are some things i wish i could just throw out there on the podcast about holy cow education and all this stuff but it's a little crazy still learning a lot still learning a lot it's going to be more comfortable and uh we're we'll be rocking soon in no time and uh who knows it's going to be so awesome that I won't even have anything to gripe about. So we'll be good. We'll be good. Good to go. Time out, Danny. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. You know, this is live podcasting. We can take a swig of our uh, mineral water if we need to. Another thing I, I've been a little bit cranky about, sticking with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, This is an interesting spiel, right? Oklahoma is so excited about going to the SEC, which is so overrated. I'm not that excited about it. And I'm sure as heck not excited about taking Texas to the SEC with us, right? You let the Texas Longhorns right out of your Big 12 headlock. And not only do you let them out of the Big 12 headlock, you piggyback them into the SEC, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State both, especially Oklahoma, takes for granted the fact that the Texas Longhorns have sucked for the last 20, 25 years. It has been a huge benefit. Huge! And going to the SEC, all you're going to do is wake up a sleeping giant. The Texas Longhorns will be back, and they are already starting to wake up, right? The next time... We've always heard some dorky little longhorn nerd saying, Ooh, Texas is back. 
And we always, as Sooners, get to laugh at that guy. Laugh at him. Takes us back. Ha 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 Well, guess what? Here in a couple weeks, there's going to be a huge football game down in Dallas. The Red River rivalry has never been as big as this one coming up. Never. It's already working for Texas. Already. I think the whole switch to the SEC is not much to gain for Oklahoma and a lot to lose. And for Texas, they have nothing to lose and a whole bunch to gain. And it's already working. Already working. Next time we hear that little Longhorn nerd say Texas is back, guess what he's got now? Now he's got a bunch of coaches from Alabama and some quarterbacks lined up for a while that can play. Texas ain't had that in the past, folks. Texas has not had that in the fact. And use this as a perfect example, the story of Arch Manning, right? We talked about this a few episodes ago on the Dupe Show, that if you want, if you're a stud, recruiting-wise, high school-wise, whatever, if you're an absolute stud, you can go anywhere you want in the country, and you don't want to play in the SEC, where would you go? Well, right now, in the years past, you would have gone to Ohio State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, maybe a Michigan, maybe a USC. Those are the big boys, not in the SEC, right? That's where you would go, OU. So, if I didn't want to play in the SEC, OU is a big-time favorite to get these recruits. Big time. If they wanted to go to the SEC, sure, they might go to Alabama or Georgia. I get it, right? But if you don't want to play in the SEC, OU is on the top of the mountain. Now, Texas is on top of the mountain with them. Just like that. Voila. Piggybacked them right in. The story of Arch Manning. Would he go to Texas if they were not going to the SEC? No. Doubt it. Would he go to OU? If OU wasn't going to the SEC, yeah, maybe. That's the perfect example right there. I'm not happy about being Texas's best friend, throwing them on our back and just piggybacking them right into the SEC for oh happy days. The only reason I'm still a Sooner is so I can still hate the Longhorns. I know that's crazy, but I'm a psycho like that, right? I'm a little psycho. One of the most competitive people on the planet. And I have never, ever, ever liked the burnt orange. Or rooted for them. Or wear any of their clothes. Any of that stuff. (laughs) A little crazy. I know. Probably took that whole Oklahoma-Texas thing a little too serious as a youngster. But it happened. I'm not rooting for them. And I'm not liking what I'm seeing. I shared that a little bit with one of my good radio buddies the other day, and he was all over me saying, oh, you need to play the best opponents, you need to play the best opponents. And They do play the best opponents in the Final Four. That's where the best teams go. <laughs> when you have an opportunity to win a national championship, you play the best teams. You don't have to go to a conference to prove yourself. And I'm still not buying these giant contract deals. We talked about it in the Dupe Show before about how the Oklahoma Sooners have yet to make more than the contract of 
say, Russell Westbrook. He's making 42, 45, whatever million dollars a year. That's about what OU's making, right? It's crazy to me that OU can't make more than Russell Westbrook. If they, if they were really worried about the money, they'd go independent and watch the money pile up. It's not that hard for a university like Oklahoma, one of the big boys, to go independent and watch the money pile up. Ask Notre Dame. Why do you think they don't want to go to the ACC or Big East or anywhere else they think they might go? Why do you think they don't want to go there? Do you think it's because they're scared of Maryland, the Terrapins? Are they worried Maryland's going to go in there and thump them? No. They're mad about the pile of money they get from being independent and how it's going to be smaller and how they have to share it. That's what they're mad about. So, I've been screaming for years, 10 or 15 or so. If you want to make money, go independent. Go play whoever you want. Sell all the tickets you want. Get your own TV deals. Blah, blah, blah. Then guess who you have to share the money with? Nobody! Nobody. You get to keep it and spend it. What a novel concept. But no, we went the other route. We went the other way. We let the crooked, corrupt conferences run college football. And they're going to do exactly what conferences do. They're going to make... I'm surprised they don't have more conference championships games. They're going to have final four... Final fours of conference games, right? We're going to have semifinals and a conference championship game. Just wait. With this 12-team playoff, when it, when Georgia plays Alabama in the SEC playoff, I can't wait. No, SEC championship game. I can't wait until they're sitting starters. I can't wait. It's going to be hilarious. Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship game. 12-team playoff. Let's sit the starters. Why would you play them? Why? It's going to be an absolute poop show. Poop show. I'm here for it, I guess. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've always said if they go to a 16-team playoffs, I'll just go play golf on Saturdays. And I won't have anything to worry about. It's not quite that serious just yet, but it's pretty rough. And, of course, you can't talk about any of this stuff on Twitter, right? Because the Twitter brains, the Twitter trolls just come out in thousands and flocks. I do have a new Twitter, by the way. Show Day Dupe, S-H-O-W-D-E-D-O-O-P. That's the Twitter, Show Day Dupe. You can hit me up there and uh, see where I've been accepting comments and likes from all the trolls of Twitter. And it's been an absolute blast to have that back. So, raw, raw for Twitter. Uh, let's see, what else we got, uh, Danny? We got we got The Dupe Show on Instagram. People can all the time hit me up there. It's been fun. We've been talking a little bit of sports on both. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. That's really, really it. 23 minutes of tantrum for me today. But before we go, Danny, good. I'm so glad you mentioned it. That we got to end on a little bit of good news, right? A little bit of... The, attaboy for the Oklahoma Sooners, right? Of course, we're fired up for OU. Of course, we're fired up for new coach Brent Venables. And I'm still fired up that I got to meet him at Texas Motor Speedway a while back. Go get him, BV. But uh, compliments to the Oklahoma Sooners. I've been pretty tough 
on OU and their game day experience, right? Their game day experience in Norman has been a little meh over the years, right? Everybody knows it can be a little spotty in Norman as far as the energy goes, right? Well, I was at that game against Kent State where OU got off to a terrible slow start, right? It was 7-3 to three Sooners at, at the half, and Oklahoma didn't score until there was a minute and a half remaining in the second quarter. But once OU got it going in that second quarter, they've got some new fancy LED lights. They've got some new people running the music down there. They've got some new people running the lights. They've got uh, some little boomer things going on. They say boomer after a first down and stuff like that. Tons of incredible energy was in Norman that day. I mean, the energy level went kaboom. And I get it. The Sooners have had a lot of highfalutin, spoiled people in the crowd that have been season ticket holders for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. I get it, right? They've been sitting in the same seat every Saturday since 1972. I get it. It gets a little stale sometimes, especially when you're playing Kent State and UTEP opening up the season. But compliments to the chef. The game day experience in Norman was unbelievable that day at Kansas State. It was awesome. It was what the Sooners absolutely should be, should have been, and hopefully will continue to do. So shout out to the Sooners and the folks making that happen because it was pretty stinking awesome. It felt like Sooner football. It was awesome. I loved it. Danny, get me out of here. We got the trumpets of Troy coming in. That's a little different than that, you know, the trumpet guy for the Braves, you know. Oh, pardon me, the Braves and the Mets. <laughs> More known for the Mets. Anyway, I've gone over my limit. Now I'm rambling. Thanks for joining us here on episode number 25 of The Dupe Show. What's up to all my new peeps, all the new followers, all the new listeners. Thanks for hitting subscribe. I'll see you next time. RJ Dupree, I'm out. Thanks for listening to The Dupe Show. Don't forget, Othello's on Campus Corner for great Italian food. They've been rock stars for a long time and proud supporters of Oklahoma City Sports Radio. Go see them. Game days, whatever. Get your pizza. Get your pasta. Campus Corner, Othello's Norman. Later. Later.